It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What we're really learning here is that Steve likes to be a little spoon. Is this a seance or is this treason? I can't tell. Fuck that noise. We're not quitting. You're listening to the F That Noise podcast featuring Pete Melia. But we're talking about shit here. Jamie Klein. No one wants to smell your dirty fucking shit. Mike Burdick. feel like I'm in group. Steve Taylor. Is he getting his ball slapped by some other dude? And Keith Greve. You get a fucking sausage. It is episode 73 of F That Noise. I am, Says you. Yes. Theme of this episode is Johnny Walker, Mike. Mm-hmm. What, is, what is this episode's theme? I don't even know. Why do we, even have, why do we even have a group chat? I mean, honestly. I remember. You mean a text chat? Yes, that one. Because even before we took our summer vacation, every time we'd come up with a topic, we'd have to remind at least two of you fuckers before we go on the air. Wait a minute! It's it's been thirty seconds and Keith's already fucking pissed off. What's going on here? I'm just making a statement. I'm surprised Jamie's not. You're making a very pissed off statement. I think you should chill out. I know Jamie agrees with me. He's just not trying to take sides. Thirty years. Jamie's very stoic. (laughs) Jamie, are you there? Jamie, can you? Oh, oh, Jamie's frozen. No, he's not. Oh shit! Is he? I was gonna say, wow, he's does not agree with that right now. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, there he is. Very stoic. I was like, Jesus, fucking Jamie, yeah. fucking get on my side here around here. I don't like it when you guys fight. I'm just going to jump off. Oh, you guys argue. Okay. Gino, don't just like it. Nobody bring up Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I will say that five minutes Steve, before I logged on, there was a clip on Facebook from Clint Eastwood. Hmm. So I don't know if I guess I'm fucked. Well, Jamie and I already had this discussion over the chat. So, yep. And what was the discussion? Uh, Try bullshit. Yeah. Very, I, I'll admit it. It was very disappointing, but it wasn't because of Clint Eastwood. The story was terrible. Really? It had probably the worst exposition drop in the beginning of the movie yeah. that I have ever seen. We're talking about another bullshit Clint Eastwood movie that you're talking championed? about shit here. You're talking, talking about, about shit here. the movie that you championed that you were going to this last week? Yeah. The but one, like I told Jamie, see, here's the thing. by by like, watching the first I admit 15 minutes. I'm wrong. Oh. I okay. I admit that. Well, and this then movie you, is not good. Then you you have the bigger penis. 
Well then, no, actually, technically, you're wrong on that. <laughs> Wait, he's got the rudder, penis. I am Irish as motherfucker over here. Have, yeah, but yeah. I'm Mike Burdick, so so you're just going. <laughs> That's right. So you're just going by generic ethnic qualities. You guys haven't actually measured. No, no, this is not no. Last American Virgin. Okay. Slam pick there. <laughs> All right. Well, every time they go to measure, it ends in a sword fight. So yeah, you can yeah. never quite get the rulers. Can't Two. find a small enough ruler. Yeah, <laughs> we're, not, we're not walking out of pools or anything here with big boner attacks. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Sorry. Story. <laughs> I can't follow that. <laughs> oh, no, that's all right. That's, that's, that's Jamie story. just ended that. That story is such a fucking freaking story. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, so, <laughs> I still don't know that damn story. <laughs> so, basically, we were at, what was it? Whose house was it at? It was Oaks. It was it was Oaks's house before they tore down the uh, the pool. And me and was it, who was it? Me and who? not after they tore down the pool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who who else was in this? Was uh, being cr- uh, criminalized in this story? Me and who else? Oh, uh, you're a huge fucking dick. Well, no, it wasn't just me. It was somebody wait, else. Did, wait, did they did they tear out the pool because Keith damaged it? <laughs> Well, if I had a dime for every time no, I it heard was, that, it, it was you, Mike, the yeah. boners. Yeah. Um, I think Joanna was probably in there. Probably <laughs> some other Joanna was probably anyway, in there. So, Pete, the long, um, the, the the short version of the story is: we get out of the pool. And let's Jamie, not use the word short. Jamie swears <laughs> that Mike and I, right? It was Mike? It was Mike and I? Rocker. Jamie? Yeah, we, we fucking had fucking hard ons getting out of the pool. And, <laughs> Nothing could be further from the truth. No, what what reason would 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 that have happened? Like you guys were like uh, like doing like a whirlpool or something. You guys, guys you're you're saying the whirlpool caused it? Well, you know what? No, it might have. Let me let me just go on the record as saying that. I'm fucking old, and I have no idea now. I I couldn't tell you whether it's true or not. (laughs) That's the thing. It's like you're but like. Right. So are you it's saying it was just like, a complete boner attack? Like, yeah. Well, that's what that's. <laughs> yeah. That's what Jamie's. Like, I mean, at, like, at I this point, we're just swim a, trunks. These trunks are like sticking. Tack, right like, like, Jesus listen. Christ. At this point, what's going on in that pool? At this point, I fucking hope so. <laughs> Jamie's you know? there. J- Jamie's there. Like, like chlorine. <laughs> what kind of chlorine is? This? <laughs> Jamie, Jamie's there in in mass backyard going boner attack, boner attack, and I'm like, what the fuck. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, oh, so yeah, good times. Uh, yeah, so the so welcome uh, to the show. Welcome to the show. Uh, the uh, theme, Mike, for this week is uh, when in your life were things not as they seem. If you remember that that part of the text, I do now. Yes, because because I now I remember Jamie said we'd already talked about something and blah 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 and yeah, but there you go. it was brought on. By and I guess we should do the drive of the week first. Let's 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 do the yeah, drive of the week the before we do that. Okay. So we uh, start every episode with a drive of the week. If you don't know what a drive is, a drive is a what the hell is a drive of the week? It's a line from a TV or a movie said with exceptional velocity and volume. And this segment belongs to Jamie. <laughs> All right, ladies, gentlemen, and uh, you know I can't think of <laughs> boner. I'm going to say, ladies and gentlemen, all you fucking kids out there with boner tags walking out of pools, this is for you, because this drive definitely means something for you. (laughs) Mike's done. This is a a movie 
one of the greatest 80s comedies oh ever. My God. <laughs> it is it is the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and it's a drive by Sean Penn before he got really goofy. Um, this is when he was uh Oh, is that when it was? It was like this might be the only comedy this guy's ever done, if I'm not mistaken. No, he was married to Madonna. Oh, that's right, Shanghai Surprise. All right, so this is just not a very funny guy, I guess. He is the guy so humorless, but yet he did. He acted one of the greatest comedies ever. So here it is: Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Hey, Bud, what's your problem? No problem at all. I think you know where the front office is. You dick! Dick! (laughs) You. Dick! Oh, oh he drives you that. Dick! You dick! You dick! So Jamie said when he saw Keith get out of the pool. You dick! 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 You dick! <laughs> oh, this would be awesome. It was like it's like Keith and Mike get out of the pool, it's like Betty Hill style. They got their reverses. You dick, dick, dick. <laughs> Whirlpool motor attacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, it's fucking Jack Murder. And that was the drive of the week, brought to you by trashman media for the latest blu-ray dvd combo and commentary head to trashmanmedia.com and also on facebook and twitter okay don't forget to check out www.bizarrabist.com for your latest news and no bullshit and don't forget to also check out www.courtneyguadadiria.com for your latest news on <laughs> how do you spell that <laughs> oh my god oh no <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jim, jimmy's so defeated i don't know yeah. <laughs> sure, whatever. J U N D T. That's not Granadaria. That's Junt. Tony Junt. J U N D T. You know what, guys? Uh, I, I forgot to tell you this. I came across this the other day and I just called it up in my. We're phone. not recording? Oh, no, we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking dick sometimes. You really are. But a dick coming out of the pool? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Keith. I was waiting for you to play that. But there is another F That Noise podcast. (laughs) What? What? Seriously? It was episode... This was on YouTube. Episode one (laughs) from three months ago. And it's... uh, the subject is what are modern men's dating intentions? <laughs> like that fuck. You oh. I'm gonna sue you for copyright infringement, you fucks. That uh, sounds Yeah, scary. does anyone have any money? Because that's that's definitely something. Oh, that's gotta be our topic next week. We gotta we should go uh listen to that podcast and tear it the fuck apart. Anyway. We should. Anyway. Oh my listen. god, that would be fucking amazing. Can someone that's remind me next idea. week what the subject is? Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll let you know. <laughs> So the subject this week is when in your life were things not as they seemed. And the, re- the reason I brought it up was at the time, and, and the this, this story has taken a couple twists and turns, so I should probably <laughs> preface it beforehand. But this tragic story of Gabby Petito, the, the young lady that uh, was apparently found deceased uh, on a hiking trail. And, um, and they think it looks like her boyfriend did it, but at the time there was a little, there was an article where body cam footage from the police made it look like 
she was actually the one that was striking him. And since then, we've learned about a 911 call that said that the male, the male was striking the woman. And it looks like it it's it's your standard case of uh, domestic violence, male on female. Um, but so let me just preface this, that this topic is not really a commentary on that story. There's no winners in that story. There's no angle for humor. But it did make me think about times where people may have seen something in our lives from another angle and thought one thing and we're like, no, 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 that wasn't it. That's not what happened. And um, I know I have a humdinger of an example, uh, and I don't know if anybody else wants to go first, though. So I feel like we could have waited on the boners coming out of the pool store. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean that was that, foreshadowing of the topic. That, yeah, that would have that would have fit real well nicely. Done. Technically, but, it fits, yes, because they were not erections coming out. It's of not. Room. It's not like we haven't been. You know, it's not like this is episode seventy three or anything. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, just okay. so you know, this is not streaming on Facebook right now. What do you mean it's not? What do you uh, mean? Just text me and says it's not. I think we should take the next. Come on. Start. It's we're live. I'm looking at the live dashboard right now. So am I. So fuck. I have a quick. I have a quick, easy throwaway one. When I was, Keith remembers, I don't know if you guys ever met, I dated a girl named Janine. I have a quick, easy throwaway one. Hold on, Mike has to give us. I'm sorry, I was being an asshole. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And before we started dating, we were, just got out of work, and we were sitting in my car, and she was in the driver's seat, I had my head on her lap, and the next day, everyone came over to us and said, hey. We saw you sucking Steve's dick last night. Nice. And I was like, no, that's absolutely not what was happening. Because we would have gotten a a shitload of trouble because we were still technically not really after work. It was still technically work when we were on a break. So we found out to the managers that she was sucking my my schlong out in the parking lot. Probably wouldn't have worked out too well. But it was one of those things where I still remember. I was like, well, first of all, my head was in her lap. And I don't think I'm that big. To where I can work it like that, Wait but it was just one of those weird yeah. things that it could have got me in a lot of trouble. And it was Wait one of those. It's was not it how a, it was. Was it a smoke break? <laughs> no, because it was just restaurant in the street and it was, it was slow. We're just break, like, let's then go you can't outside. Get in trouble for that. It wasn't a smoke break. She was smoking you. Your head was in her lap. <laughs> yeah, so you, but people pussy. still said that it was the other way around. I was like, no. She has a penis. So you ate her pussy? No. No. Do you get no, we were just talking. Oh. Wait, we were just talking. Steve likes to be looking the... for an echo. What is... I don't understand. <laughs> so I think well, what really what we're really learning here is that Steve likes to be the little spoon. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> we were filming our uh, audition video for the greatest catch. What's that show where they catch the fucking lobsters? I was smelling for fish. Deadliest catch. Deadliest catch. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, Jesus. I, see, I see what you did I can't focus on Mike. Treacherous taco. You can't focus on him. Wait till he comes out of the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Listen, what What the hell? You would. There's no way you would even have seen it. <laughs> Let's be honest. Do you know what it really was, though? A fucking sausage. Sausage. Oh Christ! So so, I mean, it, so basically, nothing happened. You're saying nothing happened, but it was one of those things where it was a situation where they thought one thing and it could have got us in a lot of trouble, but it was absolutely the other thing. Yeah. Well, so fuck yourselves. That qualifies. Thanks. Thanks for staying on point. Thank you. On Thank topic. You. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, Pete left. Oh, and we Pete lost like the topic. We lost Pete. Pete was so, disgusted. Uh, Pete, Pete was just disgusted with that whole thing. It looked like Pete wasn't wearing any pants when he just walked. <laughs> it didn't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there it is. there's another instance where things aren't as they seem. Wait, can was we a, before uh, we go on? Can we just take a second and fucking toast Keith? No, god damn it. No, Keith, Keith no. put on. For anyone that doesn't know, uh, we want to give the backstory on things here and be dignified on the show. Sure. Uh, Keith, uh, on social media today, put a name tag that said that he had been an employee for Wegmans for 30 years. 30 fucking years. 30 years. (laughs) Now, regardless of whether you approve of that, (laughs) and I guarantee you Keith does not, uh, I believe that we should all toast that and just have a toast. Well, I, it's not that I yeah. don't approve of the being there for 30 years. It's I don't approve of like longevity being a sign of greatness. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Have a drink. Have a drink. Right. Surviving to doesn't Keith. mean anything. Cheers. To have Keith. a drink. Have a, give this guy a drink. It's the mm-hmm. concept of like. Sur- Keith, game. where's your drink? <laughs> you just trunked your own toast. Yeah, story of my life. Congratulations. I think that's great. Actually. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, like, for people that want to do the math at home, yes, I started when I was 15. And so, by doing the math, that means that I've worked for one company for two thirds of my life. Crazy. Two. Which the crazy thing is, if you last till uh, retirement, you'll work there for 50 fucking years. Yeah. Which is insanity. Which well, you no, probably yeah, will. Yeah. Well, unless unless they got other plans, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but I'm sorry. On with the show. I just needed to do that. Okay, thanks. Right. Thanks for bringing it down. Anyway. Um, you talked about a dead girl. I brought it yeah, down. I was going to say the dead hiker didn't bring it down enough. <laughs> you dick. Yeah. Uh, that's good. And yes, I said hiker. Touche. Touche. Um, yeah. Okay, so my story is one that, as most of my stories, uh, involves Steve at the tail end. No, Jesus Christ. And, uh, well, it's one that we'll, we'll, we'll title Claritin Girl. Oh. <laughs> See? I wanted to get the oh, reaction. Oh, I'm seeing that downtown Rochester story. Uh, you're right. Up. You're absolutely right. You're oh. absolutely right. So uh, I was dating this girl. We went downtown for Cinco de Mayo. Right, um, and something innocuous happened. I don't even remember what it was, but she was, she was into- highly intoxicated and she's like, that's it. It's over. And I'm like, all right, whatever. As long as, as long as when you wake up, you remember you're the one that ended it. And so she goes, I'm not waking up. I hope you're happy. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So I ended up trying to like, now I've made up my mind that, I'm not going to be the one that lets this girl go do whatever the fuck she's going to do or not going to do. I don't know. So I'm just going to get her home and then just be fucking gone and done. So I drove. So I'm trying to get her to my car. And as we're walking, she's walking up ahead of me and she's yelling at me, don't follow me. And I'm like, I'm just going to make sure you get home safe. And we're walking through the streets of downtown Rochester. We end up in the Park Ave region where my car was parked. And she just hauls off and just slaps me across the face. Just fucking whole bear slap. Fucking, I've never raised a hand to a woman, but she just fucking cold cocked me, just fucking across the face. And I just, just it's like, don't fucking, don't fucking hit me. Like, I just couldn't believe it happened. And she swung again, hit me again because I was raised not to raise my hands to a woman. I fucking stood there and took it. So at this point now, I put my arm around 
the the <clears throat> the small of her back, and I'm trying to usher her to the car because now I just want to get fucking home and be done with it. And we're on Rucker Street, and she starts screaming at the top of her nice. lungs, nice. so loud to the point where a woman comes out on her porch and says, "Honey, are you okay?" And she replies, "No." So at that point, Uh-oh. I put my hands in the air. And I said, ma'am, do me a favor, call the police for her because she shouldn't be home alone. And I got in my car and I went and found Steve, who was closing his restaurant that night, because I had shit at her apartment. I needed to get out and I wasn't going to go there alone. So fast forward, Steve finishes his closing duties and we go over to her apartment. And by then, her friend has, has been thoughtful enough to drop her ass off home. So she's waiting for me. And at this time... Claritin was a prescription drug. It wasn't over-the-counter. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders— From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. So she was on, she had a prescription for Claritin and she fucking grabs her prescription, the phone, because it was, we had cell phones, but it wasn't like smartphones or anything like that. She grabbed the landline. And locked herself in the bathroom. Nice. And so <laughs> what what proceeded was something <clears throat> that if you would have been able to see it from like a third person perspective, looked very much like a Benny Hill episode. As I'm making a lap around her apartment, banging on the bathroom door, trying to make sure she's still awake, and I'm grabbing something. It was my, my, my CDs, and I'd put it in the hallway, and Steve would run it out to his car, and I'd make another lap, and I'd bang on the bathroom door again. I'd grab something else, put it in the hallway, and Steve would run it out to his car. And she just comes out and just flips her fucking wig and just starts knocking things over. And when she lived in an apartment building, so naturally her neighbors called the police because it's loud and there's fucking things crashing. So the sheriff's deputies show up, and I said I just realized that this night is either going to go really fucking south, or it's over. It's ending. To, this this is finally ending tonight. And so they separated us. And to her credit, if there is any credit in the story for her, she told the truth. And our stories matched because I told the truth and they let me go and they ended up taking her to the hospital, pumping her stomach. But people on Rutgers street at that moment probably thought I was trying to attack a young lady. And that was not what was happening. I was just trying to make sure that she got home safe. And the cops thought I was robbing an apartment. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Steve. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) So, yeah. So that was, that was, that's my, that was my story. Yeah. That's a classic. I don't know if I ever heard that one. That is a classic. And then we got really familiar. fucked up afterwards. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, we did. Yeah, so 
Everybody got really, really somber on that one. Pretty so, much ends okay, so, every story, though, so, doesn't it? <laughs> here, I'll, I'll tell you a funny aside to that story. So while I'm while I'm going around like a madman trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to do because this woman, this girl, just locked herself in her bathroom, I called her sister and told her sister to get her ass over there. And her sister goes, "What do you want me to do?" I'm like, get your fucking ass over here. And then her friend calls and tells me to hide all the knives. And apparently, Mike is aroused. <laughs> Um, I am. So she tells me to hide all the knives in the house. So I took all the knives in her drawer and I just threw them under her chair in her living room. And like a year <laughs> and a half later, should we wait for Mike to finish here? Or, or, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jamie. Take him over the shoulder. Holy shit, Jamie. That was definitely not a boner attack. All those years. <laughs> um, but. Uh, a year and a half, a year and a half later, we were, we were AOL IMing each other just on a whim, and she told me that she never found the knives until she moved out, and she had people helping her, and they picked up the chair, and they're like, "Um, why are all your knives under your chair?" Oh, Sue! Wait, you started talking to her again? It was just like a, she popped up on an IM, and it was like, "Hi, how are you?" Da, 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 da. And she told me that story. I was like, "Okay, gotta go. Goodbye." And then it was a boner attack. She grabbed your cock. Right. Did you get a chance to make passion love to her at some point? Well, well before or after this incident? Before. Well, before. of course, before this incident. But... Did it feel good? Well, I've never had bad experiences. <laughs> Have you? Wait. It was wait. literally V, the final bad. Are you talking about mad passion love or are you talking about hot sex? <laughs> I, can't, I can't answer that question when Mike answers asks it like that. Yeah. <laughs> It's tough to tell because the woman's usually in the other room because, you know, the whole <laughs> length true. of it. It's yeah. like it's like a get... long-distance call at that point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can watch TV and fuck at the same Dick. time. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> who, else has, who else has got one? Mike Burdick does. I don't know if I – like, I, I don't remember where we came down on whether I can tell the story, but – um. Well, I've never came down on you at all. No, no, no. no. Says you. Um – that was in the song. I, I will I will say another story. I won't say that story Fucking again. Sausage. But uh it's it's sort of mm-hmm. short, but uh much like my cock. Um when I was uh I was in a quiet dorm at one point in college. Quiet bird, and quiet bird. I was dating somebody and uh it you know, one might call it dating, but others might call it fighting because that's <laughs> all we ever did. Was this the was this the girl with three with three letters? Joy? No, dipshit. <laughs> the one who. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead, Steve. Cough right into that microphone. Go ahead. But, uh... <laughs> Wait, Steve. I don't think I don't think we got enough of the. the, the, the we didn't get enough of the phlegm effect. Go ahead. Hold, hold that mic closer. But, uh, but there was a there was a there was a there was an exaggeration element to this person. Did she like the fart? No, no, not that one. Um, Does she love to fart? <laughs> so, uh, so we're in the hall, and uh, it was a, it was at the end of the semester. There was a total lockdown on sound, which I never understood from college. But when there were finals, like there was never, you know. And I decided to pick that weekend to have a huge pillow fight with like three, four people <clears throat> in the hallway of the dorm. And I decided to have that. In front of the RA's door. 
So uh, the RA came out and told me to stop, that I had to go back to my room, which always goes over well. And I said, I said to him, well, if you need to, uh, should we wait? <laughs> Was it a dirty pillow fight, Mike? Yeah. I said, I said, if you need to, they said, if you guys don't go back to your room, I'm going to have to write you up. And I said, if you need to write us up, you fucking go ahead and write us up. Oh, and Mike I, fight the law. Whoa. Mike fight the and law I, right, right here. <laughs> and I took my pillow and not, nice. I didn't actually, it wasn't like with any force, but I took the pillow and I, I whacked him in the head with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he wrote me, he wrote me up. And that's the, assault, brother. The person that <laughs> the person that I was having the pillow fight with, who had a God lover, she had a, a she had a affinity for exaggeration. And within five ten minutes of having her in the uh, head of the building's office, Whoa. I was written up for assault instead of a pillow fight. Oh, oh shit! Oh I was just kidding. So I was I was written up for assault, not on the RA, but the girl I was I was uh, not only dating at the time, but that I that I was having a pillow fight with. Um, so I dick. I got I got called in front of the student board or whatever the hell it was at the school, oh my God. and I got brought up on charges, in which in which I'm not allowed to defend myself. Bonus. The way the rules are, you're not allowed to defend yourself. So, you know, I was essentially put on a um, a probation period at school, and I was put. That was that, that was, was it. Double secret probation. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it was because it doesn't seem to have affected my life all that much. But uh, I I actually asked this girl, and she went down and actually got the charges dropped. Oh my god. <clears throat> But, uh, but so she, yeah. she charged you or the, the RH chart file charge the RH her? the RHD, the head of the building, uh got her to say things in a way that I would be brought up on charges and then essentially recanted her statement when she realized what it was doing. And we all know this person. So um yeah. So that was that. That uh that guy that guy gets this. First, take a big step back. And literally, and fuck, literally your fuck your own face. <laughs> so there it was. So I have been That's on a bunch of shit right there. Angela Lansbury. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you, what did you just say, Angela Lansbury? <laughs> I don't know why you said Angela Lansbury, but I'm glad you said Angela Lansbury. <laughs> oh, every, every podcast needs a little Angela Lansbury. <laughs> <laughs> says we'll no one ever. <laughs> says the other F that noise podcast. I'm just trying to take it from them. I, I seriously, can we call them up? I mean, what the fuck? I don't think they do lives. Keith, if someone wanted to call in to our F that noise, what's that toll line number? Oh, I don't even I didn't even take the do not disturb off that because I gave up on that thing. Oh, you did? Yeah. You gave up on what? Nobody watches live, so Except Michelle, and she could just call Jamie, and Jamie can put it on speakerphone. Or she can right, just come right. downstairs. Oh, so my post tonight meant nothing. Well, no, I mean... Two red pubes. I always hold out hope that someday our, our 200-something Facebook followers will say, hey, let me check out the live stream, but yet no one ever does. I had someone saying they can't, they can't find the live stream. I had someone say that. I don't know. Tell them to check the internet. Right. <laughs> What's the internet? Yes. Right. Is that the thing with all the porn on it? 
Yes. yes. All of the oh, I love that. Oh, I love it's that. so the thing with all the porn on it. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> all those guys. I mean, He's watching it right now. No, I'm trying to. I'm <laughs> Is that why he has no pants on? I'm pissed yes. that when you search for it on YouTube, the other <laughs> F That Noise podcast comes up first. He must have paid for some shit. You're goddamn right. What an asshole. <laughs> oh, he's an asshole. I bet they're not at 73. 73 what? inches. I don't know why I said that. No, no, no. I don't know. <laughs> Pete, you got a story? Gino! Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, that's exactly what I, we thought it was. I struggled with this one more than any other. I don't know. I. Every single day of my life, everything isn't what it seems. So, uh, <laughs> you got no respect, you know. Yeah, you never like had like oh, somebody like awesome. hear a fraction of a conversation and get like like fucking the wrong idea. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't remember. Uh, so, I've been watching. I was on a fuck. Um, okay, well then, I'll I'll transition for you, Pete. Here, I'll save you. I've been watching fucking Norm MacDonald clips all fucking week. Oh, yeah, same here. Oh, man. The fucking moth joke. Oh, that's great. Did you did, did, did you, you hear about the origin of that? Yeah, like why it's so long on Conan? Yes. Yeah, the fucking hilarious. Jamie, did you hear that? No, no. T- do tell. So basically, the, the moth joke in its original form is just basically a moth walks into a podiatrist's office and says, my life's a wreck, my life's a mess. Uh, my kids don't respect me. My wife won't talk to me. Doc, I need help. And the doctor says, well, I'm a podiatrist. Why'd you, you should need a psychiatrist. Why'd you come in here? And the moth says, well, the light was on. Right. Right. He made that joke about six minutes long on Conan O'Brien because he was on Conan and Conan says, we'll be right back with more Norm MacDonald. So the music comes up and they go to commercial and he leans over to Conan and says, I don't have anything else to say. And so Conan's like, oh, just just talk, just talk. And so he's like, well, how long is this segment going to be? And he's hoping Conan's going to say like three minutes. He's like, oh, you know, six or seven minutes. He's like, oh, all right. So he waits for him to come back, and he decided that he was going to make that joke six minutes long. So he didn't have to say that anything. awesome. I never but he did that. that off the top of his head, too, which was amazing. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm, I'm the same as you, though, Keith. I've been watching so many clips of old Saturday Night Lives that I forgot. Yeah. And some of the shit he said and got away with was – Unfucking believable. No, I yeah, I agree. It's great. He it's said great. he said one about Ricky Lake getting a part in a movie where she plays a pregnant woman and she's so dedicated to the part she's gonna lose forty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was gonna piss my pants. And then somebody I another story somebody was saying um from the writing crew is Did Steve oh. freeze again? The story oh. is that the writing crew... No, it isn't Steve. Ronald King. The right, story right. is Steve goes into a bathroom in peace. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. I should try that to just fucking test out your theory, you fucks. Um, but they would be doing... If, a jo- if one of the jokes he told bombed, but he really liked it, he would still tell it live in the show. He goes, I don't give a shit about that. Sue! Mike is gone. Mike is gone. Gene fucking Kelly right now. <laughs> Mike is totally sick. I don't know why they hit me. She was like, theory. Sue. <laughs> Sue. It meant nothing. And it just hit me. I don't know why. It meant nothing. <laughs> oh, That's not really. Theory. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I called it. Oh, Minga Karen. Yeah, I had a hard time with this uh, subject tonight. Seriously! I but, couldn't think of anything on this one. That's okay. Sometimes you need a little challenge, a little adrenaline. Um, yeah, I was constantly thinking of something. I'm like, I don't know. Kind of like what Pete said. Is it like the time I saw you walk down the hall and knock the book out of the kid's hands and you say it didn't happen? <laughs> I don't, well, I mean, yes, sure. Um, but I don't remember, like, it's, the, it's supposed to be, like, right? Isn't the topic, like, what you see, what you think didn't really happen and this is what happened? I don't know what really happened at that moment. Well, I can I say something, though? I, I, I know what really happened. You knocked the books out of some poor yeah. fucking kids' hands. If, if you had done that, though, that would be so <laughs> 80s out of you. I'm just saying. <laughs> so like, come on. So fucking 80s to do that. I don't remember, I don't remember doing that. <laughs> of course you don't. Because you did it every day. No. What? Knocking kids' every day. books out? I remember Jamie. Uh, I, think I, 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 I think I've said this before. But and I that kid was Ron King. <laughs> I re- I remember Jamie nice. fucking just putting his leaning forward, and this is when he had his hair in his face days. Oh yeah, and it was like eighth grade, and Jamie just leaned forward and stiffened his shoulder and just walked down the fucking middle of the hall, and anybody that got in his way just bounced off. Like he was like he like reinforced his shoulders. I did do that. That, he was that I remember. Fucking. That I remember too. I was pissed off, and I got in trouble for that. <laughs> that was a that was a time either Pete or Marty went into the lunchroom and just sat down at the a certain table. Oh, that was Pete. That was Pete, and he, he just pretended started... there was an invisible wall, and then opened the door and turned and looked at us and said, "I'm in." <laughs> and he, he just sat at that table, and he just and like at first they thought it was funny, and then everyone you know they oh they never and, thought it was that no they did. At first, they're like, you know, it's just kind of funny. You just sat down, and then they started getting pissed off. Oh my god, it was like it was like Ali Torji, Sarah Heindel, Adam Zink, like all of that crew. And he sat like right next to Ali Torji and just looked at her. It was like, whoa! I can never forget that as long as I live. That was one of the funniest goddamn things. That is that is the thing of legend. You know? Oh my god! So we are going live on Facebook and also on YouTube now simultaneously. And apparently Marty's been watching our stuff on YouTube and commenting, and I haven't even fucking seen it. Oh, no shit. There's a comments from like four months ago. Oh, man. He was watching tonight for a little while. No shit. Yeah. Gave up. Well. Just like all of us. <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. I started, to fu- I started to watch The, cur- the Courier. Did any of you guys see that? No, the career what is courier uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. It's about a true, true story about uh, a British businessman that was used to run messages between British intelligence and the uh, a Russian, a Russian um, informer. It seemed pretty good, but I just I ran out of steam, so I just paused it and had to come back to it, which I hate doing. But you gotta turn you, the steam. I got no fucking steam. I got no steam. <laughs> That was the drive of the week I can't find anywhere. What the fuck's a courier? <laughs> fuck's a courier. Courier. The courier. Yeah, I know what it is. What, what's a high school newspaper? No. Who started Jar Wars? That uh, was one of those clips from uh, Between Two Firms with Benedict Cumberbatch where he asks him, <laughs> if you didn't have a British accent, would people know you suck at acting? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I fucking love it. 
That's <laughs> no. a great show. That's a great show. Oh, so fucking funny. <laughs> Did you watch the movie? You what see do you, the movie on Netflix? What do you ask Brie Larson? He asked her, uh, I hear you don't I hear you don't like personal questions, so I have two. One, is that true? And two, when did you get your period first? <laughs> <laughs> she, she actually started laughing on that one. She couldn't hold it. Oh, it's, it's like you play Captain Marvel. You know what though? He's like, like they're just, you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel with that one. It's just but he's another one. I mean, it's it's different. It's a different delivery, but he's very deadpan, like Norm Macdonald, in the fact that he's deadpan. Well, let's Norm be Mac- honest. They're all trying to be Andy Kaufman. You think so? Yes. He's still alive. He is actually. They're not trying to be dead, yes. No, it's, it's not him. It's just Tony Clifton. Oh, that's right. It's Tony Jones. Well, that's We're trying to get that reaction from the <laughs> UNDT? Yeah. No, it's the inverse. Um, is it Marco? Polo. Um, Marco Sanders? Marco Odishio? fucking sucks tonight. Yeah, it does. It just, <laughs> it's just a little fucking... Guys, guys this is fucking awful. Let's just kill it. They're not all going to be gold, Jamie. <laughs> oh, this one's bad. <laughs> all right, Mike. Take your penis out. All right. Do it. Oh, no. It's a mercy killing. We'll see you all next week. <laughs> FNOISPod.com, FNOISPod.com, FNOISPod.com. <laughs> That's pretty much it. You dick! Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit